Hello and welcome to Tea with Culture. I'm Wal Hattar. Today we're having an interview with uh, the executive director of NAS, which is Network of Arab Alternative Screens, Joey Harfouch. Hello, Joey. Hi, Wal. Executive director sounds very, very uh, official. Uh, I mean, you guys have been, it started off as an organization under RTE East a few years ago and have finally established yourselves as an NGO for the past year or so, correct? And that's how long you've been with them? Correct. Actually, uh, NAS started as a project under uh, RTE East, uh, the cultural organization in New York. And then as of last year, uh, when I uh, basically took over, um, we registered as an organization, as an NGO in Beirut for the first time, operating regionally. Um, so after seven years of um, visioning around what the organization can do and conceptualizing around the project, um, as of 2016, we're uh, legal. <laughs> uh, we're a legal entity um, in the Arab world, and we are. Um, we've started our activities basically. Actually, it's funny that you mentioned legal versus illegal because a lot of things happen in the Arab world sporadically and randomly, and not necessarily organized. So it'll be fun to get into that. But before we do, I'd like you to explain to our listeners a little bit about this network of Arab alternative screens, because you're not necessarily distributors, but you are screen supporters, if anything, correct? Right. So we're a network, actually, that gathers uh, cinema spaces, alternative cinema spaces, under one umbrella or under one organization, uh, for many reasons, actually. One is to provide support uh, for these spaces to survive, and uh, the other one is to uh, provide networking opportunities because many of these initiatives happen in parallel in different countries but don't necessarily get to meet or learn about each other's work. So one of the main mandates of NAS is to uh, bring together these different initiatives, learn that you are not alone in your struggles and your challenges, and to put in common with other um, like-minded uh, initiatives uh, resources and maybe success stories that you've had um, and learn from that and grow from that. And actually the strength of this network is to leverage this power of being, you know, uh, several um, different initiatives operating in different contexts uh, and have access to um, bigger resources, let's say, more funding, um, uh, more uh, negotiation power with big distributors, more access to films over a network. For example, I'll be more concrete. If you're um, five spaces operating in five different countries negotiating for a film, for example, to get screening rights for a film, you're in a better standing uh, than when you were just a sole screen in Tangier in Morocco and you have an audience of... 500, let's say, for that film. So you get access to a wider variety of film and you get preferential rate when you're bigger in number. That's one example for, uh, to illustrate, for example, the power of the network when it comes to accessing uh, more resources. Yes, distribution is uh, quite uh, specific, especially that we don't have necessarily a lot of power when it comes. And also recently, movie houses have been charging cinemas and all these things more and more. It's making it difficult for smaller movies to even get through mm -hmm. and not, not necessarily even talking to smaller cinemas. But, on, but before we get into that, um, you mentioned that it's supporting alternative cinemas or alternative screens. So what does that mean? Does that include actual cinemas or is it just pop-ups? 
or does, is that also festivals? So since we're actually uh, working in a variety of contexts, uh, the nature of our members is very different from one context to the other. So sometimes you have a cinema space, let's say a formal cinema space, uh, that is working you know, on alternative programming that is a member of NAS. And sometimes you have an initiative that has infiltrated the multiplex, for example, like Metropolis in Beirut. Uh, Metropolis, Empire Sophie, actually, which is operating a venue under Empire, which is a big, uh, one of the largest um, distributors and exhibitors of the mega multiplexes in Lebanon. Uh, another example is Zawiya in Cairo, uh, which is also an ASS member. They are operating a venue within a larger multiplex, but with very um, specific, I would say, challenging and interesting film programming that is different than what is prevalent and what is accessible to the audience elsewhere. So the nature of the, of the members of NAS are different from one place okay. to the next. In Palestine, for example, um, Yabus Cultural Center in Jerusalem is a multidisciplinary space that uh, not only shows films around the year, but they host a series of uh, workshops and a series of you know different uh, cultural programs. It's not strictly focused on film, but film is a large component of its uh, year-round programming. Uh, film Lab Palestine in Ramallah does not have a year-round space, so they work a little bit more informally uh, within different venues, uh, community centers, different uh, uh, possibilities. You know, sometimes within the cinema, it happens that there is a cinema space still operating that they can uh, access. Cinema Aqil in Dubai, another NAS member, is working towards a permanent space, but is right now functioning as a pop-up also having regular screenings more or less within uh, Al Sirkal Avenue in the outdoor space in total uh, we have 12 NAS has 12 members right now in 10 different countries with uh, another uh, nine affiliate members we, we can talk a little bit about the affiliates but they're mostly either aspiring um, uh, permanent uh, members which is uh, someone who is developing their film space mm -hmm. or their uh, year-round film program for example or uh, they are initiatives that are affiliated with film exhibition but they're not exhibitors themselves for example okay. and how do these? How do you find these people, and or how do these people become part of the collective that you guys have? Because mm -hmm. you mentioned ten different countries. The way to become a member of the network actually is through an open call that we put out uh, right now every two years. In parallel to this, the team, the NAS team, is uh, constantly looking, uh, asking around. You know, getting to know. Uh, initiatives that we don't necessarily you know hear about in Iraq for example and in Sudan uh, we focus a lot on initiatives that are operating on the urban peripheries I would say not the most obvious um, not that we're not interested in obvious initiatives but sometimes you don't hear about uh, smaller projects working in I would say marginalized communities or um, in rural contexts, which is very interesting to us because it is um, an audience that is thirsty for film 
and needs access to film. And NAS supports this type of access, for example, where distributors, and I'm not, we'll talk about distribution in a minute, but I'm not, uh, I'm not using the word distributors as a bad word because <laughs> <laughs> distributors also, some distributors are part of the network, but where I would say like for-profit mega distribution is not very interested in developing an infrastructure, NAS is interested in bringing access of, you know, interesting, challenging uh, films to an audience that is thirsty for film. And the films that are thirsty for an audience as well. So NAS kind of through its members and through cultivating new members is focusing on bridging this gap between film and, uh, an, and a new uh, audience. Tab, with the way the, work, the world is developing now, how is supporting mm-hmm. film into a screen, whether it's a cinema or a pop-up, as you said, uh, be very different to watching it on your laptop and supporting things like cinemas or like uh, uh, stars or whatever that we're having in the Arab world that's not international? Right. I mean, I think you hit it on the uh, hit the nail on the head. The, but the core of the mission of NAS is to champion uh, watching films in a collective setting. Uh, NAS believes uh, within its different uh, stakeholders and members. We believe that it is a unique experience to uh, watch a film or to discover a film with an audience in a collective space, the way it was quote unquote. Uh, meant to be seen. It is a little bit of a political statement, you know, when coming together as a group or a community is not very encouraged in the Arab world. Watching a film together <laughs> becomes a... Uh, no, it's true. Becomes a, a political action, you know. It has a lot of um, socio-political connotation when especially if you're focusing on widening your specter or widening your focus your uh, your focus groups let's say or your target audience to be as inclusive as possible and to again to create access to people who don't necessarily feel that they have access to particularly the art house cinema which is considered as a sometimes elitist or uh, you know inaccessible kind of more uh, intellectual space so people a lot of the initiatives from nas members is to go meet the audience itself so for example we have uh, you have the traveling film caravan for example you know touring public schools in rural areas and bringing uh, film programs to kids sometimes bringing the kids uh, in partnership with the ministry of educations or sometimes with school directly to bring classes, to bring an audience of kids to experience films in the cinema seat. Because as you said, you know, with current viewing trends, people tend to be uh, on their phone or on their uh, laptop screen or on their TV screen watching the content that they would like to watch. What we are pushing for is, the, is a move in the other direction, you know, the physical mobility of the, of the audience towards the cinema and towards meeting together. And now I guess we get to the to that to that dwelling question that keeps popping up mm-hmm. is the distributors and distribution because of course you uh, as you've mentioned earlier you you try to get funds you try to get support to all these kind of uh, initiatives that are trying to 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 get alternative movies mm-hmm. or at least uh, slightly different 
uh, non-mainstream uh, films to the play in their areas. But you would need to reach those films and get them in an affordable setting so you can distribute them to these places or at least share them. So if we want to start with the, with the more impactful ones, you said some of them are members of, of NASA already. Mm-hmm. Uh, care to mention them? Sure. We actually have awesome alternative distributors in the Arab world, some of which are members of the network. They're affiliate members. Um, MC Distribution is a distributor affiliated with Metropolis uh, Cinema. It's a sister company of Metropolis. Zawiya Distribution in Cairo has a similar model. Um, Cinema Dar in Tunis, which is also a th- uh, an exhibition space. It's a NAS member. Uh, they also have a, a Hakka Distribution, which is a affiliated with the space. And Cinematheque de Tanger in Tangier, Morocco, uh, they also have uh, distribution activities. So, and they uh, actually uh, coordinate between each other a lot, you know, because the Arab world is considered one territory in mm-hmm. terms of sales. So they, um, they have an interesting model of approaching film. Of course, they work independently. The network does not impose any... Uh, uh, specificities on you know either working together or like working counter their business model. But yani, as I said before, leveraging the power of being part of a network is beneficial to each and every one of them and to the um, distribution market in general. So uh, to say that these distributors actually are bringing films to the Arab world for theatrical release, mind you, which is quite a um, risk that these distributors are taking. Um, they're enriching uh, to a ver- to a large extent the the the, the access or the, the the film catalog <laughs> that we have access to as an Arab audience. Uh, what I wanted to say actually about distribution is that for years now there's been a huge push for production, right? For production grants, for production support, for production. Um, capacity building, you know, building skills around the production scene. And it has been uh, it has been quite effective, I would say. We do have a healthy production landscape in the Arab world right now. Enough films are being produced, enough and a diversity of films are being produced. So for us to say that production is healthy, but where are the films going? Who is seeing them? That is the problem. Like, I think it's time to start thinking about distribution from the point of view of uh, grants and support and rallying, you know, uh, forces of nature around uh, distribution and creating this access between films and audience, which is what NAS is doing, but from a nonprofit perspective. So we talk more about film circulation versus film distribution because. We're not obsessed with for-profit distribution models yet. We're more obsessed with, as I said, creating links and bridging the gap between films that are collecting dust in some distributor's drawer and the audience that is an audience that is thirsty for film. I wanted actually to, uh, to highlight two things about when I was talking about the importance of the uh, collective uh, viewing of a film, like watching a film in a collective setting. Uh, two things that I failed to mention and that NAS really holds dear is uh, discussion around film, which is usually something that is highlighted within the different members of the network. It's something that they do or try to do constantly 
to have a Q&A at least or a discussion or the presence of the filmmaker is really important for when a film is screened. Uh, let's say uh, creating an event around the film, not, ne- not when you have a theatrical release and every day the filmmaker needs to be there, but let's say the opening of the film or at least pushing for a discussion uh, right after the film or an event around the film because this is what is uh, special for you know, this type of film programming. It's not you, know, you go consume the film and leave. It's more around engaging with the film on various aspects. That's one thing. The second thing I talked about, you know, bringing people together as a political action, you know, also with NAS, bridging this gap between the different countries or different initiatives operating in different countries is in a way also a political action because it's uh, countering this lack of mobility that the different Arab countries place on its on their citizens. You know, the lack of... Uh, porous uh, borders, I would say, or the need for visas to cross whichever border in whatever direction. So by creating this network, you know, we're creating uh, possibilities or options for mobility that did not or do not exist in reality. Um, I'm a little bit confused over what you had mentioned because you keep talking about screens and supporting screens and not getting involved. But then you're also talking about all the Arab films and opening things in one place and all of that. So which is it? Do like, for example, do all your affiliates have a minimum of Arabic films they have to show? Or is it nothing to do with Arab film at all, just Arab cinema screens? As I said, so NAS uh, as an organization supports the existence and the survival of cinema spaces themselves, which mm-hmm. is a challenge, without interfe- challenge already, and without necessarily interfering in their programmatic choices. Uh, I mean, our statistics from around the network show that 30% of the films screened over the NAS screens are Arab films. But it's not a condition, you know, to sh- strictly show Arab films. But, yani, the nature of who we are, the spirit of the network, is uh, is a network that gathers initiatives that want to, you know, champion Arab cinema, and it's an integral part of their programming and their core mission. It's not a condition that is placed by NAS on its members to become a member of NAS. You have to show. Uh, okay. But you know, uh, we do value a lot. Uh, the Arabic language, you know, most of our communication uh, uh, in uh, around the network is in Arabic. Uh, this uh, initiative that also we're starting for subtitling films into Arabic, you know, it's very taxing when you want to bring a film for not a very large audience, the expenses that come with this, you know paying the screening uh, fees, uh, pay for shipping uh, copies, and then you have to pay for the subtitling and creating an Arabic uh, version, a copy, uh, Arabic copy. So NAS is also uh, trying to uh, intervene and support with that by creating uh, a regranting scheme, a small regrants actually, uh, offering uh, the option to apply to its members to apply for grants to cover these costs, you know, to help make films easy, easy, uh, more easily accessible. And uh, by favoring, NAS also favors, you know, joint initiatives. So if you're two or three members needing the same film, NAS would subtitle it to Arabic and make it accessible to these three members. 
Um, no, the reason I ask me because at least in, in Dubai, I haven't seen as many Arab films uh, come 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 up mm-hmm. or come out for us to, to view. But t- talking about your collective viewing, uh, how many screens do you have in total? Do you have those kind of numbers? Yes, actually, the network uh, gathers, uh, as I said, twelve members that make for thirty-four screens all in all. For example, I uh, I forgot to mention a specific type of uh, of uh, member that we have, which is cine clubs, which is a cinema society. Uh, and in Tunis, actually, the FTCC, the Tunisian Federation for Cine Clubs, which has been operating it's since. They do have one, yes. <laughs> Tunis is quite special. <laughs> um, I think alone they have something, they count something as uh, 18 to 20 screens, as like the, the one member with 20 screens, and the 14 other screens are distributed along, uh, uh, among the rest of the members. Uh, the federation actually in Tunis has been operating since the 60s. It's an awesome initiative with the regular uh, regular film pro- weekly I think film programming um, yeah so 34 screens I was saying about 4,000 uh, seats um, formally mm-hmm. because a lot of the initiatives happen outside also of okay. the theater venue itself you know going to the audience and so yeah in terms of audience uh, numbers I would say we NAS counts around 182,000 viewers a year. And on that note, moving back to, to, to you guys, what, are, what activities are you working on now? Uh, it, sounds, it might sound a bit confusing when we talk about NAS because it's so large in its, uh, in its scope and it's trying to answer many, many gaps in the sector, in the film sector. Uh, but I will try to summarize a little bit our activities and the ways uh, we support uh, the cinema spaces. So we work along different axes. One, as I said, is um, financial support. I did mention regranting a little mm-hmm. bit, which is an activity that we're establishing. It's new. Um, we're trying to uh, leverage the power of the network or the strength of the network. Uh, in order to access larger funds and bigger resources to make them available, uh, to redistribute them, if you may, to uh, the different members of NAS through offering support for subtitling, screening fees, shipping, but also institutional support, you know, for these spaces to develop themselves um, when it comes to, uh, you know, building their personnel, updating their uh, cinema space, you know, sometimes uh, investing in the space to make it, uh, to make for a better viewing experience. So this is when it comes to, uh, also, sorry, with travel grants, Sometimes to attend certain festivals, you know, to have to be exposed to um, what films are being are being. Uh, okay. Uh, another uh, another axis of support is capacity building. So NAS hosts a variety of workshops throughout the year uh, to. Uh, build capacities around the network, around specific needed topics. So let's say film programming, you know, film curation is one topic of a workshop, for example. Institutional development is also another topic of workshop. Other technical aspect, for example, would be training projectionists or like very specific needs that these venues uh, require or are lacking. We also organize regional conferences 
and we organize uh, regional meetings mm -hmm. for the network to meet around a film festival, for example, which affords these uh, venues, NASA's members, the time to meet, discuss, and think about their missions and vision because uh, some of these you know, small-time initiatives cannot afford the time to sit back and think because they're like doing the day-to-day -day operations of surviving and staying above water. NAS can provide these uh, aspects that each and every uh, space cannot. Another activity that we're hosting this year and for the first time is a fundraiser, actually, that we're, we're very excited about. It's in Beirut. It's uh, at Metropolis Cinema. It's on December 19th. In case you happen to be in Beirut around that time, it would be great if you would uh, pop in. Uh, it's a unique experience that we're doing. Uh, we're uh, screening the film The Artist, which is a French black and white silent film from, I think, some six years ago. Uh, yeah, everyone knows it. It's not very alternative. It was in the Oscars. It was in the Oscars, actually. <laughs> this is a perfect example of bridging the gap between alternative cinema and wide audience appeal. Uh, we're adapting the screenplay into uh, Arabic. Uh, we're imagining, actually, dialogue, for example, in Arabic. And we have uh, live dubbing oh. <laughs> of the okay. film so it's kind of a performance of the film itself with uh, with actors Definitely. that you would love to see a little bit of doublage a little uh, on the you know uh, dvd audio commentary uh, style it goes in and out between uh, these uh, styles uh, but it will be uh, unique that's for sure it's a performed film, and we would love for you to attend if you happen to be in Beirut. You can actually check us out and the event on Facebook, uh, NAS Network, NAAS, the Network of Arab Alternative Screens. And in general, do you guys uh, apply for funds to get these funds to do all these things, or is it all fundraising? I mean, I know this is the first event, but how do you gather money? Do people support uh, people do support, and actually we welcome all forms of support. We try to access different kinds of donations and resources and support. We get uh, the, our core funding is from grants and institutions, big foundations that support you know our core activities. But also uh, some institutions open up their film archive or their film catalog, you know, for programmatic purposes for the cinemas. Uh, individuals, of course, can support. Just <laughs> contact us or through the Facebook page or our website. Um, but for the fundraiser in particular, it's a completely volunteer initiative. So uh, Metropolis is offering its uh, its venue. Uh, Ginger Beirut, the production company based in Beirut, is offering its services to produce the event. The stars, the celebrities themselves, the actors are actually volunteering their time uh, to do it because they're excited about the, the event itself and about the mission of NAS and what NAS represents. So the fundraiser is strictly um, a volunteer uh, volunteer event. Mm -hmm. And by, uh, by attending and by buying a ticket to, uh, to watch this film, actually, and this performance, cine performance, we're calling it, 100% uh, of, the, of the money you're paying goes to supporting NASA's activities. 
Thank you, Joey, for, for taking your time and talking to us and explaining to audiences what NAS does. For everyone listening, you can find more information about NAS and possibly help them out. And even um, we will list out all of their associates on, on our page here. But you can get info on them on Facebook, uh, which is N-A-A-S. Um, so search for them and you'll find it and add it on. And, and as for us, as usual, you can uh, listen to us, rate us, and download us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play. And please let us uh, know any, any comments you have. We'd always love to listen and add on. And thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, thank you for highlighting us and for having us on your podcast. Goodbye.